0: Father, I thank you, Lord, for this opportunity. I pray that the the spirit of God, the Ruach HaKodesh, would be upon your people. And Lord, that the word you gave me, Lord, would have ears to hear. People would have ears to hear and spirits to receive what you have given. And Lord, I pray that we would acknowledge you as our Lord, as our Savior, as their atonement for sin. And Lord, I pray that we would honor you this day in Yeshua's name. Earlier I heard about the uh, zealousness that Pincus had for Almighty God and Elijah, zealous for God. I want to be zealous for God. I want to have a passionate heart and I know no other way to preach the word and speak the word than to have a zealous heart for God. So I hope I can get that across to you today. As you see, a lot of people aren't here. They're on vacation or they're away or whatever. They're resting. But even we are a few. We are many because we are able to receive the word of God and believe the word of God. The rabbi started a uh, series uh, a few weeks ago about um, in the book of Yochanan, in the book of John, about I am the bread of life and I am the light of the world. I am the gate. Today's, we're going to continue that uh, series, and I am the good shepherd. But the key. Here is the I am and what that means. The rabbis touched on that in the last few weeks, so I'm going to go a little deeper into it. Chapter 10, if you don't have, I hope you have, your uh, sword, the word of God, because we don't have it on the PowerPoint. I always, uh, since I became a believer, I was... I've always brought the, my Bible with me, the sword, to the, to the house of God so that I could read along with whatever was preached. But if you don't have it, I'm going to read from the scriptures what I want to preach on. So Yochanan chapter 10, Yochanan chapter 10, verse 11. I am the good shepherd and the good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. Yeshua said, I am the bread of life. Is he? He also said, I am the light of the world. Is he? Yeshua said, I am the gate. Is he? And Yeshua said, I am the good shepherd. Is he? Is he? Is he? Can we really say he is all these things? The bread of life, the light of the world, the gate, and the good shepherd. Can we really say that? So what does all this mean? Because when I first heard of these words, I wondered what in the world was he saying? The only way to understand is to see with your spiritual understanding. Yeshua's declaration of I am. I am. Let's go to, if you have your Bible, if somebody has a Bible, share it with somebody next to you. Chapter 8, Yohanan, verses 52 through 59. Yeshua was... Persecuted, we'll say, by the Judeans at the time in Israel. So let's read what it says here. Yochanan chapter 8, verse 52. The Judeans said to him, Now we know for sure that you have a demon. Abraham died, and so did the prophets. Yet you say, Whoever obeys my teaching will never taste death. Avraham Avinu died, or Avraham, our father, died. You aren't greater than he, are you? And the prophets also died. Who do you think you are? Yeshua, an, Yeshua answered, if I praise myself, my praise counts for nothing. The one who is praising me is my father, the very one about whom you keep saying He is our God. Now you have not known him, but I do know him. Indeed, if I were to say that I don't know him, I would be a liar like you. But I do know him, and I obey his word. Abraham, your father, was glad that he would see my day when he saw it and was overjoyed. Why, you're not yet 50 years old. The Judeans replied, and you have seen Abraham? Yeshua said to them, yes, indeed. Before Abraham came into being, I am. I am. At this they picked up stones to throw at him. But Yeshua was hidden and left the temple grounds. Now, to go on with that, that theme, chapter 10 of Yochanan, verses 22. Chapter 10, verse 22. Then came Hanukkah in Jerusalem. It was winter, and Yeshua was walking around inside the temple area in Shlomo's colonnade. So the Judeans surrounded him and said to him, How much longer are you going to keep us in suspense? If you are the Messiah or the Mashiach, tell us publicly. Yeshua answered them, I have already told you. And you don't trust me. The works I do in my father's name testify on my behalf. But the reason you don't trust is that you are not included among my sheep. My sheep listen to my voice. I recognize them, and they follow me, and I give them eternal life. They will absolutely never be destroyed, and no one will snatch them from my hands. My Father who gave them to me is greater than all, and no one can snatch them from my hands. By Yeshua saying, before Abraham came into being, I am. He was declaring in these verses his spiritual authority. And these are Yeshua's clearest self-pronouncements of his divine being. On Yeshua's I am statement, it made absolute sense to the Judeans that he was claiming equality with God and claiming to be God by pronouncing God's name as Yeshua had just done. And this was punishable by death as it says in Vayikra chapter 24 verse 15 and 16. He became a blasphemer. Also, if we go back into chapter 5 Of Yochanan, Verses 17 and 18. Chapter 5. Verse 17 and 18. But he answered them. My father has been working until now. And I too am working. This answer made the Judeans. All the more intent on killing him. Not only was he breaking Shabbat. But also by saying that God was his own father, he was claiming equality, equality with God. Imagine, was it true he was claiming his equality with God and the Judeans immediately were were prepared to execute judgment on this apparent sinner? C.S. Lewis, the famous Christian writer, put it this way. A human being who is a great teacher and teaches that he is equal with God is either a lunatic on a level with a man who says he's a poached egg or else he would be the devil from hell. He's either a lunatic on a level with a man who claims to be a poached egg, you see the ridiculousness of that statement, or else he would be the devil from hell. You must make your choice. Either this man was and is the son of God, or else he's a madman or something worse. These words of Yeshua were producing the first reported efforts to kill him. Let's take a look at chapter 4 of Yochanan. Chapter 4, verse 5. And I'm going to read quite a few verses here, so hang with me. Yeshua was being persecuted at this point by the Pharisees, the Prashim. And he was in Shamran. He came to a town in Shomron called Shechem, near the field Yaakov had given to his son Yosef. Yaakov's well was there, so Yeshua, exhausted from his travel, sat down by the well. It was about noon, and a woman from Shomron came to draw some water. And Yeshua said to her, give me a drink of water. His Talmudim had gone into town to buy food, and the woman from Shomron said to him, How is it that you, a Jew, ask me for water from, from me, a woman of Shomron? For Jews don't associate with people from Shomron. Yeshua answered her, If you knew God's gift, that, is, that is, who is, who it is saying to you, give me a drink of water, Then you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. She said to him, Sir, you don't have a bucket, and the well is deep, so where do you get this living water? You aren't greater than our father Yaakov, are you? He gave us this well, and he drank from it, and so did his sons and his cattle. Yeshua answered, Everyone who drinks this water will get thirsty again. But whoever drinks the water I will give him will never be thirsty again. On the contrary, the water I will give him will become a spring of water inside him, welling up into eternal life. Was he talking about a physical thing or a spiritual thing? He was talking about something spiritual. Sir, give me this water, the woman said to him, so that I won't have to be thirsty and keep coming here to draw water. She didn't get it. He said to her, go call your husband and come back. She answered, I don't have a husband. Yeshua said to her, you're right. You don't have a husband. You have had five husbands in the past, and you're not married to the man you're living with now. You've spoken the truth. Sir, I can see that you are a prophet. The woman replied, Our fathers worshipped on this mountain, but you people say that a place where one has to worship is in Yerushalayim. Yeshua said, Believe me. Believe me. The time is coming when you will worship the Father, neither on this mountain nor in Yerushalayim. You people don't know what you are worshiping. We worship what we do know because salvation comes from the Jews. But the time is coming. Indeed, it's here now when the true worshipers will worship the Father spiritually and truly. For these are the kind of people the Father wants worshiping him. God is spirit. And worshipers must worship him spiritually and truly. The woman replied, I know that Mashiach is coming. That is the one who has been anointed. When he comes, he will tell us everything. Yeshua said to her, I, the person you're speaking to, am he. Amen. This answers the question did Yeshua ever declare his Messiahship? Some have said he never did this. However, as we have clearly seen in chapter 4, verse 26, I just read it, I, the one speaking to you, am he. Literally, I am the one speaking to you. So he answers everyone who questioned whether Yeshua proclaimed his own messiahship, the declaration, I am, resounds loud and clear. Adonai's self-revelation, Eye, asher, I am who I am. I'm going to turn quickly to Exodus chapter 3. You're all familiar with this story. Exodus 3, um, verse 13. And Moshe comes before the burning bush. Moshe said to God, chapter 3, verse 13. Moshe said to God, look, when I appear before the people of Israel and say to them, the God of your ancestors has sent me to you, and they ask me, what is his name? What am I to tell them? God said to Moshe, "Ehyeh asher ehyeh, I am will be what I am or will be what I will be. He added, "Here is what to say to the people of Israel. Ehyeh I am or I will be has sent me to you." God said further to Moshe, "Say this to the people of Israel, yud Hey vav the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Yaakov has sent me to you. yud Hey vav the Hebrew letters for the holy name of God. Yeshua winds up saying this, I am, I am. Nine times in Yohanan's gospel, implying a claim even greater than his messiahship, but also that he is God. One more scriptural point. Yochanan chapter 18. Verse 1. After Yeshua had said this, had said all this, he went out with the Talmudim across the stream that flows in winter through Devadi Kidron to a spot where there was a grove of trees and there, and he and his Talmudim went into it. Now Yehuda, who was betraying him, also knew the place because Yeshua had often met there with his Talmudim. So Yehuda went there, taking with him a detachment of Roman soldiers and some temple guards provided by the head Kohanim and the Prushim, or the Pharisees, and they carried weapons, lanterns, and torches. Yeshua, who knew everything that was going to happen to him, went out and asked them, Whom do you want? Yeshua from Nazareth, they answered. He said to them, I am. I am. Also standing with them was Yehuda, the one who was betraying him. When he said, I am, they went backwards from him and fell to the ground. So he inquired of them once more, whom do you want? And they said, Yeshua, from Nazareth. I told you, I am. Eshayat. Asher, uh, yeah, I am. Answered Yeshua. So if I'm the one you want, let these others go. This happened so that what he had said would be fulfilled. I have not lost one of those you gave me. He is our bread, He is our light, He is our gate. And he is the good shepherd. As the good shepherd, he gave his life for the sheep. Turn with me to chapter 10, because this is the heart of the message. Verse 1. Yes, indeed, I tell you, the person who doesn't enter the sheep pen through the door but climbs in some other way is a thief and a robber. But the one who goes in through the gate is the sheep's own shepherd. This is the one the gatekeeper admits, and the sheep hear his voice. He calls his own sheep, each one by name. Myrna. See, the sheep here. Miles. See, The sheep hear the voice, and he leads them out. By the way, they didn't know I was going to do that. After taking out all that are his own, he goes on ahead of them, and the sheep follow him because they recognize his voice. They never follow a stranger but will run away from him because strangers' voices are unfamiliar to them. Yeshua used this indirect manner of speaking with them but they didn't understand what he was talking to them about so Yeshua said to them again yes indeed i tell you that i am the gate for the sheep although all those who have come before me have been thieves robbers but the sheep didn't listen to them i am the gate if someone enters through me, he will be safe and will go in and out of the fi- and find pasture. The thief comes only in order to steal, kill and destroy. I have come so that they may have life, life in its fullest measure. I am the good shepherd. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The hired hand, since he isn't a shepherd and the sheep aren't his own, sees the wolf coming, abandons the sheep, and he runs away. Then the wolf drags them off and scatters them. And the hired worker behaves like this because that's all he is, a hired worker. So it doesn't matter to him what happens to the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my own and my own know me just as the Father knows me and I know the Father and I lay down my life on behalf of the sheep. Also, I have other sheep which are not from this pen. That's the Gentile believers, the non-Jewish believers. I need to bring them And they will hear my voice, and there will be one flock and one shepherd. So as the good shepherd, he gives his life for the sheep. That's us. That is if we believe in him. Asking him to come into our life as our own personal Mashiach sacrificed for our own sins our desire has to be teshuva repentance from sin and return to god through the gate or the door yeshua you know when we're in the world we're going this way and over here is sin Over here is all the things in the world that take us away from God. Whether it be drugs or alcohol or immoral sex or lying or cheating or stealing. All the things that God told the people to not do. That's over here. But God's, he's over here. Over here is the living God. Over here is repentance. You do a 180. Repentance. Teshuvah. And you come to God. And don't we say those prayers every year when we have Yom Kippur service and we come to God? But you can come to God one way for all time when you give your heart to him. He gives each of us spiritual food of his word, the scriptures. We read here in the Tanakh, the old covenant, as we did back in in Shemot, Exodus chapter 3. And we read in the New Covenant, the Shah. So He is the bread of life. The I Am. The light. He illuminates upon His word. I am the light of the world. Didn't He say that? The light, He illuminates the scriptures. He feeds our spirit daily and our soul, our minds. He is The I am, the light of the world. He even feeds our bodies with spiritual food. He heals us. And so, as I said, he is being the gate by which we, the sheep, enter the sheep pen. These are the spiritual truths that he was trying to speak about. He is the only way we enter heaven. The kingdom of God. If there was some other way to enter, he would tell us. However, God has made it exclusively, remember that word, exclusively through him by which we may enter. Let me tell you a quick story of this exclusive entry to heaven. About three weeks ago, while witnessing the word of God down in Port Jeff, I was with Bob Weider. We went out in twos, and we came to a couple who we asked if they'd like to do a little questionnaire, and we started asking them the questions about if they had been brought up in a religion or a faith in God, and it turns out that both of them had, but the gentleman, he had totally rejected God and he was said he was an atheist. I think he was raised as a Catholic or a Presbyterian. I don't remember for sure. But the woman, she said she was a Christian. And as we were talking, and we got further into the questionnaire, and we were giving them the good word, the gospel, and I told them that Yeshua is the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes unto the Father except through him. And he says, that sounds so exclusive. I don't like that. And I thought for a minute. I said, yeah, it is. It's exclusive. There is no other way. If there was another way, he would have told us. That's what the word says. It sounds exclusive. It is exclusive. It's very exclusive. It sounds like sort of like we're we're being a little selfish. You know, we we, people want to come to God. I want to look, I can do my good works. I can give to alms to the poor. I'll help some old ladies across the street. I'll be a good problem. I am a good person. That's exactly what religion, not relationship with God, religion tells people. I learned this years ago. And if you think about it, every False religion in the world teaches good works. It teaches you can come to God in some way other than through Yeshua. And then they have uh, the religions, well, you can come to the Lord Yeshua through, uh, through Yeshua. And you can come to him through Hare Krishna. And you can come to him through uh, whatever, just be a good person. You know, God will let you in. Don't worry about it. You don't have to just believe in Yeshua. There's other ways. Well, if there were other ways, then Yeshua went to that tree of sacrifice, that cross. He went there for nothing. And we know that's not true. He went for a reason. He went for you and I and all the world. And that's the truth. And it is exclusive. That's why I brought this up. And... The more I thought about it, God has, it's exclusive, you know. But it is, he made it so all people can come. You don't have to be rich or, or poor or, you know, give everything you have away. He didn't say that. What he said was, believe in me. Believe in me. Believe in what he did. Believe in who he is, the great I am, the Mashiach, the son of God, the light of the world, the good shepherd. He said, believe in me. And all the works that he done proved who he was. And plus, we, I could take it to prophecy after prophecy in Old Covenant to prove that long before he came, God gave us that information so how we would know who he was. And that's what it is all about. Exclusive it is. But we can all come through that exclusive door. Just have to find my place again here. <laughs> so, can you be a good person and enter God's heaven while denying Yeshua? Absolutely not. If that were so, then Yeshua, who is the bloody sacrificial offering and atonement for our sins, he died for nothing, as I said. If that were so, our own good works or our so called righteousness would cover our sins, as I said before, but that's not true. The Father God made it this way, by his law, exclusively through his son. So we follow the good shepherd through the gate to enter the sheep pen. Heaven's door is open. He said, I stand at the door and knock. He stands at the door and knocks. Knocks at the door of our hearts. If someone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come into him and eat with him. And he will eat with me. From Revelation chapter 3 verse 20. He's knocking and he's knocking and he's knocking and he's knocking And he kept knocking on the door of my heart. And I kept saying no. I kept saying no. But he kept knocking. He didn't give up on me. He didn't give up on you. And when I first heard the gospel, and that Yeshua wasn't the only way, it convicted my heart even though I kept saying no and finally one day I said yes I said yes Lord I need you I need you I need you Please, you are the great I am. Come into my heart. Be my Lord. Be my salvation. Cleanse me of sin by your blood. Take this burden of sin off my neck. And the weight of my own sinful life was lifted off my neck, off my head. Off my shoulders, I felt light, His light, and His joy. And finally, I felt peace, His shalom. And that's the message. If anyone wants prayer here today, come forward. Whether you are a believer in Messiah Yeshua at this time or not, we will pray for your needs. I'd just like to say the ironic benediction. Please stand. Adonai said to Moshe, speak to Aaron and his sons. Tell them that this is how you are to bless the people of Israel. You are to say to them, Yivarecha Adonai v'yishmarecha shalom. May Adonai bless and keep you. May Adonai make his face to shine on you and show you his favor. And may Adonai lift up his face toward you and give you peace. In this way they are to put my name on the people of Israel so that I will bless them. Father, I thank you for this day. I thank you, Lord, that I could give out your word. I pray for the anointing of God on the congregation, the kahila of God. And I pray, Lord, that we would go out into the world and give, it, give your word to others who don't know you. And, Lord, that we would walk in a way, a newness of life, in Yeshua's name. Amen. If anyone wants prayer, like I said...